The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. in the swirling world of the activity of the body, the activity of the mind. Appreciating the exposure, the sensitivity What we've been learning is it really matters 
what the mind does with this sensitivity. What the mind does with this experience of contact. So instead of falling into the habit of being the victim of our experience, of course that might happen in moments, but then the wisdom can notice that sense of victimization, being oppressed by my knee pain, feeling put upon by my busy mind, my thinking mind. So we learn, we train the mind to, or train the wisdom to, recognize that conclusion that I'm being put upon by my busy, worrying mind, or I'm being oppressed by my knee pain, I'm really excited about my fantasy. We're training the mind to recognize that as an act of construction. The mind is constructing, creating its own meaning and how it relates to whatever's showing up right now. What it does, what it makes up around the knee pain how it understands the mental activity, what it takes things to be. So the first step is to, in sitting here right in the middle of our lives, our experience of the mind and body, is to go beyond any habits of being helpless, being the victim of our experience, destined to just receive it, which can sound a little bit like Buddhist practice, just to receive, just to allow. But that's a more advanced practice. The initial practice is to participate in the moment's experience, to learn that it really matters how I'm relating to the knee pain, how how the mind is relating to the anchor that was chosen, the meditation object that the mind has decided to pick up, that it really matters the kind, the quality of effort that's being made or the lack of effort that's being made. So, for the first half of our sit tonight, let's really own that it matters and that we're willing to participate in the moment. And if something's not working, let's see if you can understand what can be done, how the mind can relate so that the mind is planting seeds, setting emotion more ease, more well-being, more calm, more love. So that we're taking responsibility if things are getting tighter and tighter 
instead of being helpless, the mind looks more closely, experiments, and learns about karma, about the reality of cause and effect right here in the heart and mind and body. We have every incentive now using attention, adjusting the attitude, directing the attention. We have every incentive to set in motion ease and joy and calm, peace. We have every incentive to learn how to abandon or prevent stress from arising in the body and mind. We don't need any outside incentive. All we need is enough confidence to break through any habit of being helpless, of thinking of ourselves as being trapped, destined to be tight, or whatever old habit might exist that leads us to remaining, being caught in the feeling of helplessness. There's nothing to do. There's no way to directly participate in the cultivation of happiness. That's the one so-called enemy, that belief. There's nothing to do. And we've all learned now one of the most available, most potent first steps is to realize that I can be relating now in a kind way, in a generous and kind, wholehearted way. And this immediately affects our reality, the reality of the present moment. meeting the moment with kindness and generous heart, willing to be close. And willing to follow through with whatever we know about not harming ourselves, 
not agitating the mind. So this commitment not to plant seeds of stress and agitation. And when the mind falls back into habits that are agitating, stressful, then instead of being helpless when we notice, instead we resolve to learn, oh yeah, that didn't help, that's not helpful. So we're more likely not to forget. We're getting more competent at taking care of the mind, the wholesome states, the states of well-being and calm.
So initially we're using intention in the mind, volition in the mind, to navigate what's skillful and unskillful, to learn and follow through with what we're learning about how to take care of the mind, how to plant seeds for more calm, more stability, more ease and joy, peace. When the mind becomes more stable, then you can explore the intention to not be involved with intention. It sounds a little funny to say. But not identifying, not being confused by even skillful intentions to calm the mind, to be in the present moment, Instead, just recognize that even though skillful intentions, and of course any unskillful intentions to worry, to fantasize, or whatever, that these intentions are just that, they're just intentions, they're impersonal. That the mind can see even that intention is nature, not self. So on the one hand, there are there is a difference between skillful intentions, like returning to the present moment, not being caught by painful sensations and reacting to the pain, but just allowing it to be. There are all these skillful intentions that we learn about in our practice, basically how to set emotion more calm, how to prevent the mind from agitating itself. But we also want to learn how to put down or not be confused by any intention. So the practice at that point is just trusting that intention is intention. It's just that impersonal movement of the mind. The mind doesn't need to be for or against it. So more radical letting go of identifying, even with intention, the intention to do, the intention to meditate. So for the last 10 minutes or so, you can explore that more subtle, more radical practice, which really is grounded in wisdom, being interested in intention, the tendency to do, and to see it as just an impulse in the mind, an impersonal impulse, even if it's a very skillful intention. So you're not suppressing intention, but you're also not actively feeling like you have to act out intention. You're just observing intention as a natural movement of the mind. We'll continue in silence now.
We're studying intention, even the intention to swallow, to move, to think a thought, to redirect attention. And of course, it's not about repressing intention, just wanting to not be confused, just to see intention for what it is, what it isn't. This is how we find real freedom in the world of karma. Cause and effect isn't going to go away. But now we're observing how it all happens and seeing it as an impersonal process. If you can intuit the freedom of the mind not tied to intention. Intention is there, but the mind is somehow not tethered, attached to intention.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.